Welcome everyone, we are about to begin Shear number 31 from Rosalic Pliskin's Svarim, we're in the Sefer on Kindness. And very often, what holds back people from doing kindness, or being motivated to do so, is the realization that you may have limited capacity, meaning no matter how much you wish to help another person, even if you have that sign, even if you have that will, you realize that you're limited. In other words, you may not have all the resources or the finances or the talents or the skills or answers to help everyone who needs help. And sometimes that discourages you from trying to find ways to do kindness because you see to yourself and you say to yourself, I can't solve this problem. But one needs to realize that year masha year, no matter what, even if you don't have solutions, and even if you don't know exactly how you can help this other person, and even though you feel you cannot solve their particular problem, you can always give verbal encouragement. That is doable for everybody, and that is highly, highly beneficial and healing. doesn't cost money. And it helps when you verbally encourage somebody you help them cope better until a point where an actual solution is found. Very often when you give your verbal encouragement, including listening also, that can give the other person the, the strength to continue to seek the help they need. So it's not just a matter of, oh, I have a solution, we'll fix it, and thank you. Sometimes you don't have it. Sometimes it problem is more complicated. Sometimes they're going through a difficult process. So don't say to yourself, if I can't um, solve the problem completely, or if I don't have a resolution, then there's no point in bothering with it. No. Instead, you keep on verbally encouraging the person, and that gives them the chizik to find those solutions. And um, and of course, be careful not to say, why can't you solve your own problems? Um, or you're just lazy, or that's why you're in this mess, it's your own fault, things like that. They're not helpful, to say the least. They belittle, they cause discouragement, they cause even more pain than before. Um, and it's very painful. Rather, you do the reverse, and you give them encouragement and um, even if you can't solve something, then you're empathetic. I'm sorry, I can't solve this. Um, I wish you tremendous success in finding the solution. When I think of something, and I will think, I'll try to f- figure out something. I'll call you once I know a way to help. Or um, you tell them, you know, I've met other people that went through similar things and they found solutions You'll find one too. I'll daven for you. Maybe I'll find, speak to a few people who might be able to help, and so on. You keep on giving that verbal encouragement. An anecdote here. Someone said, I couldn't find a job. I was intelligent, but I lacked the skills and experience that would make me employable. I asked as many people as I could if they knew of a job opening. Some just said, I don't know why you came to me. How should I know? And this made me feel terrible. This added to my anxiety about asking other people. 
Others didn't give the matter much thought and just said, oh, look at the newspaper ads, look at the, take the computer course, um, you know, go to uh, these job searching places. And sometimes I was a recipient of even lectures. How are you so res- irresponsible not to get the proper training when you were younger? It's too late now. And you should have been more concerned about your future and you have yourself only to blame. Not only wasn't that helpful, but it felt so terrible that I lacked the motivation to even get a job after those painful speeches I received from all these lecturing. And if they would have even the minimal amount of empathy, they would never say the things that they said. And this person said that when other people gave him leads that were possibilities, he had a karasatai for their trying. I truly appreciated the people who listened to me and expressed sincere caring about my situation, even though they did not have a job for me. And even if they didn't necessarily know exactly how to solve the problem. But it gave me encouragement. It gave me encouragement to move on and to continue onward. So that is one concept from today, is to make sure to always give verbal encouragement and chizik and listen even if you don't necessarily know the solution of the problem for your friend. Another idea is, is never look at the situation of the person you're trying to help and be judgmental about it. A person that's penniless today may become wealthy tomorrow. Today he may, may be on the lowest totem pole, part of the totem pole. Another day he may actually be in, in a position to save a life. Uh, some people that look that they're in not such a good matzav, whether they're not in a good situation physically or spiritually, have tremendous potential and it could turn around easily. And that's what you need to do. See the potential in others. Realize that there's a spark of HaKadosh Baruch Hu in every single human being. All children of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And when you respect them, you're respecting HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Said, says, who is a person of honor is the one who honors others. That's part of chesed. That's part of kindness, giving honor, treating people with respect. When you treat others with disrespect, it diminishes them, it diminishes you. While when you treat others with respect, it elevates you, it elevates them. And when you treat others with respect, you yourself become elevated. And you're independent of how anyone else treats you. If you were mistreated, that doesn't change your value. And you should realize to, for others as well. It makes no difference who they are, how they are in their social standing, whether people look up to them or they don't, whether they're respected, quote-unquote, in the community, or they're just regular people, or even, in your eyes, maybe lower level tiered people, no such thing in Yiddishkeit, no such, such thing in the eyes of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, who puts his spark in every single human being. An anecdote, when I was a teenager, I attended my cousin's wedding. His father-in-law was the head of a major yeshiva. I remember how he looked me straight in the eyes with great love and respect, and that was 38 years ago. Every time I hear his name mentioned, I immediately think of the power of his respectful eye contact. And that is how people will remember you when your eyes express intense inner respect for others. 
I know so many people, when you read biographies of certain tzaddikim, certain Rosh Hashivas, uh, certain mashgichim, uh, rabbeim, and a lot of what touches them, and they remember for years and years later, is that kindness and respect that were given to them when they were young and you know, and, and, and they saw their potential and treated them with kindness and love and respect, and they remember that for the rest of their days. Another anecdote. I'm a fundraiser of a major organization. I had meeting schedules with a potential donor at the meeting. He told me I came by secretly yesterday to see how I would be treated by various staff members who didn't know who I, that I was a potential donor. I wanted to tell you I was greeted in a friendly manner and was treated with respect. I noticed that everyone who came by was treated similarly. Your institution will benefit greatly from this. And um, that's a very important concept. So the two concepts we learned today is number one is even if you don't have solutions, you nevertheless exhibit and show verbal encouragement and listening to the other person and that alone gives them encouragement to find solutions, even if you yourself have not found a solution for them. You keep on trying, and you keep on giving verbal chizik. And number two is, is don't look at the externals of a person. See their spark, see their potential, and respect everyone. And try to give kindness to everyone, because you never know um, someone that seems there's no person that has no um, point in their life where they their specialness is shown and you treat everyone with respect and kindness and in turn may Hashem treat all of us with that respect and kindness have a wonderful Shabbos